I got into riding as a kid from my dad. My dad grew up riding motorcycles his whole life and racing. I was three years old when I rode for the first time. I remember my dad tells me a story too that uh, the motorcycle shop didn't even want to sell him the helmet for me because they said I was too young. Uh, I started racing when I was four years old and I kind of had my whole race career was like from four years old till I was like 18. I grew up on the poor side of everything. Uh, the only thing we did do was race together and then when it got to a point to where I had to pay for things on my own and I didn't really make that much money, um, I kind of stopped for a while. I'm Mark Atkins, hooligan racer and owner of Rusty Butcher. Ended up doing a lot of into clothing and everything, and then that spawned into the Rusty Butcher brand, which I ended up picking up a Sportster. I just kind of modified it to mimic a dirt bike somewhat. That kind of like led into us getting invited or some buddies of mine to go race like some random flat track races, and I've never even heard of flat track which is weird enough because I grew up racing my whole life. I didn't know one thing about flat track and someone's like, yeah, you just turned left on flat ground. And uh, I thought it was sounded in, at the time it sounded like the goofiest thing in the world. I'm like, I could do that. That sounds easy as all hell. So I started flat track racing Harleys and then I think like five or six years later, here we are. I got the invite from Brawny, Speed Merchant kind of threw my name in the bucket to one of the guys at Harley who was looking for like a, a team of, I would say dummies that do cool things on Harleys. And uh, my name got brought up. So I ended up jumping, I think it was like a 75 foot tabletop in the rain <laughs> for a Harley TV commercial. So it was fun. I jumped a three lane freeway on ramp on a Sportster. That was, it was a little sketchy. That's definitely the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I did it I think I've jumped it three times too for the cameras. Like some idea I had that was kind of around the same time as a commercial and uh, that was probably not one of the smartest things I've done, but it's definitely the coolest thing I've ever done in my life probably. Rusty Butcher is an odd one. I started doing clothing when I was like 14 or 15 years old. So I've been doing it for over 17 years now. And I had this name and a keychain idea that I was playing around with, just kind of out of, for, literally out of fun. Uh, I wanted to learn something new and creative, so I was like, I'm going to make leather. And then I realized quickly that leather's really expensive to just do for no apparent reason. So I started making all these leather goods and then posting it online. It was selling and it was doing good. And then I uh, lost that brand. I had to sell off all my beautiful vintage Harleys. I was really into collecting old bikes and I had to sell all my band heads and shovel heads and I had a K model and I was, it was just not good times. But um, I did keep the one Sportster that kind of evolved into like, I had to sell my dirt bike. So I got bored. So I started jumping the Harley and made it to where I could jump it. And then we started racing it. And then it just kept spawning into like, every time I posted this weird stuff of me doing dumb things on a Harley, people would go crazy online and it was so much fun because it's literally the sketchiest thing you could do on a Harley um, is try to jump a freeway or something like that. But um, I'm really good at walking a fine line with that kind of stuff. And um, I really calculate everything I do before I do it. Um, I do crash, but for the most part, I, I try to stay pretty safe in all this as safe as I can jumping a 500 pound Harley across 75 foot or something it spawned into like that's kind of my niche 
um, on, in the Harley world. So I just kept running with it for, I think, eight months straight. I did a video every week for Tracker Tuesday. I started posting on the Tracker Tuesday hashtag, and when I started posting on that, it was just like the Suzuki Tracker cars. And then I think I kind of grabbed that hashtag and ran with it. And then for eight months, I just kept posting like uh, a video of me doing something crazy. And people were like every week were like, what's Mark going to do next week? What's Mark going to do next week? And I did it for as long as I could. And man, I'm I'm beat now. <laughs> My body hurts from hucking myself over all these things. So I definitely do things a little bit more calculated now and uh, not so much all the time. I would say one of my favorite memories is riding my CBO road glide all the way to Sturgis with some buddies of mine. I was out there with my photographer, Jonathan Griffith, who's one of my best friends, and my video guy, Garrett Riker, who's also one of my best friends. Um, riding to Sturgis with them two dorks was like a big memory for me, for sure. Recently, I got the call from someone in Harley to jump over Green Day. Sometimes people call me for some fun things, and as scary as they are, I try to take them on, and that was a scary moment because I've never jumped ramps. Um, I've jumped way farther on dirt, but like a ramp to ramp just was seemed scarier for some reason. It was only like 25, 30 feet. Uh, winning Flat Out Friday. That's one I won't forget. I won Flat Out Friday in front of the whole arena, and that was a really big moment that I won't forget. I felt so cool after winning that because you're like a whole arena full of people. I don't know, it was like five, eight thousand people or something. And you win in front of everyone and you win the main race. And it definitely felt rad. Hooligan Racing in the beginning, there was a group of us and it was um, me, one of the dudes from Speed Merchant, which is Wiggins, and uh, the dudes from Suicide Machine Co. And it was just, and I think Fast Jays was there too, because I remember he always had an American flag on his bike and it always flapped in my face. Although I like American flags, it's really hard to race when one's flapping in your face. <laughs> so we all just like got each other's numbers and then just hit each other up anytime that anyone let us at a track. And I say let us at a track because everyone hated when we showed up in the beginning. Um, we were the, I guess the outcast tattooed faces and look like a bunch of dirt bags and every time we showed up we'd eat crap on the track and spill oil everywhere and we just got dubbed like these big dummies that just keep showing up and then I got yelled at at every track for doing the wrong thing and I kept asking questions I'm like well if I'm doing it wrong just teach me and then eventually they like saw us showing up to any race they would let us to so that I think they found out that we just wanted to race motorcycles and have fun and then they started showing us the ropes and then we had a series in Del Mar, California, that uh, that name Hooligan got dubbed in a class one day, and then it just stuck from there. Um, but there was definitely a lot of racing before that. It was more like a run what you brung type thing. And uh, we showed up anywhere we could, raced any race. I remember we should, like, had a whim that you guys wanted us to do a race in Sturgis, and then we had someone else that said that we could race in Sturgis. We ended up hauling all the bikes to Sturgis. I think I had like five bikes in the back of my van when on that trip too it was crazy my whole thing was um this is a grassroots thing it's for blue collar dudes who just want to work on a bike in the garage it's cheap to get into um it doesn't really matter what place you get the the thing that i tell all the newcomers is with hooligan racing it matters what you portray online your your goal in hooligan racing is to inspire people to get into hooligan racing it's not to show everyone your big ass trophy and you have 10 million sponsors it's 
literally to just inspire people to get on a Harley and do something fun with it. A hero of mine growing up, his name is Jeremy Twitch Stenberg. Um, I ended up moving, I don't know, two miles away from him and we've hung out a bunch before this, but now we've been riding a, a lot more together. Uh, my shop's actually a hundred feet away from his shop and we unfortunately have to see each other almost every day. So we uh, dove pretty big into the pit bike scene, I'd say last year. And um, it, it was like a, a accumulation of me, Twitch, Axel Hodges, all the unknown dudes, like everyone that's like kind of in our scene grabbed a pit bike and even the dudes from uh san diego the centers only dudes and joey and all them like everyone we all got pit bikes it's just been fun it's different like back in the day the pit bike scene got really out of hand and the bikes got really expensive and it turned into something it wasn't this um i'd say the second like uh swarm of this whole pit bike scene that's happening right now is all based on Dudes are just riding the stock bikes and adding some handlebars and some foot pegs to them. The cool part is you can just smash them anywhere in a little dirt parking lot. You can go in the hills and Jeremy or Twitch has taken me on some crazy like three, four or five hour trail rides all around the whole area. And like, He just recently did a, a straight rhythm at NASCAR that was like so much fun. And uh, the pit bike scene is fun. And that's like a, a perfect bike to learn how to do uh, wheelies. I learned how to slide flat track on a pit bike. I got comfy like backing into corners. I learned how to wheelie on a pit bike. Like you learn a lot of bike control on a little bike. So that's definitely a bike I recommend to everyone to learn how to ride better. And that transfers to, to everything in the Harley world too. I think I've put more dirt miles on a Harley than most people do on the street. The one by the two bikes that I, I don't have it anymore, but my my Road Glide was like my all time favorite bike I've ever rode, and like that bike was just it hit every aspect. I can listen to music as loud as I want. I could store as many snacks in the bags as I wanted, and that bike was awesome. And I love cruising that and like. Normally everyone's like, oh, that's a big road trip bike. I'm like, no, that'd be the one I'd ride down the street on just because it's so awesome to ride. I, I miss that road glide. I'm definitely going to get another one. As far as the other street bike I have too, it's uh, I think if you guys know about Rusty Butcher, you saw that I debuted for Harley the 2018 Fat Bob, um, which is the new soft tail chassis. And that thing handles like a dream. That's my favorite bike to rip around canyons and stuff like that. But as far as like, daily riding now i live on a dirt road so i think i'm gonna lean more towards the pan america when i get my hands on one of those but uh for the time being i'll, I'll take all my off-road bikes off i had this one moment when i was like getting into motorcycles and it was fun it didn't take over yet um i bought a really old harley flathead and i bought it from some old timer and I dragged it out of a barn and it was the coolest thing ever and it was dusty as all hell. Um, I took it home, me and my buddy, like that night worked on it for hours and we got it fired up and I was so ecstatic. And I remember riding that bike down the street thinking like this, this is gonna take over my whole life. Like the fact that I dragged this old bike out that probably hasn't been started in 10, 15, 20 years. And um, I remember having the biggest smile on my face and that was like one of my first, um, I'd say it was like my second Harley, but I was just, I kind of bought them all like very, 
uh, at almost at the same time because I got hooked. But I I always remembered that like big smile I had on my face like this is the sketchiest thing ever. This was just in some dude's barn today, and I got it running, and now it's going to be street legal. And then I always chased chased that feeling, and then now it's like with building these sportsers and stuff, it's like oh I I took this bike that was like street legal and turned it into like a street legal like enduro bike that I could go do anything with, and like I've always chased that feeling, and it's something that really made me a part of the brand and um yeah i i definitely fell in love with harleys after getting a, i i normally or people don't normally get into vintage harley first i got into vintage first and it made my love for harley like so much stronger i think one thing that i've always said to people is like oh your clothing brand i'm like eh. It's not really a clothing brand. Like Rusty Butcher rep- represents me as a human being, and it's whatever I'm into. So if I get into farm animals, then the brand's going to be about farm animals. If I like, it's always extension of myself, um, down to the artwork I design, everything, and it's how I'm feeling at the time. If I'm angry, mad, happy, sad, you'll see it in the designs. Um, and that's one thing that is like I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do anymore. God forbid if my style goes out of style and I go out of business, that it's on my own terms and that's fine with me, you know. So hopefully that never happens. But uh, yeah, so the Rusty Butcher is just me. I still can't believe I have a collaboration with Harley Davidson. I'm very ecstatic about it. Um, I did five designs that came out and um, all the dealers pre-booked it and it went really well. And then that all shipped to all the dealerships. So now. Currently, if they still have it in stock, um, you can get Rusty Butcher Harley Davidson shirts, and they are super badass. Very proud of that. Riding for me is is one of my main stress relievers, and um, like I used to race a lot as a kid, and I was, you know, I grew up in a. My parents did the best they could, and we didn't have any means, and. I used to race motocross and that was my stress reliever and then I stopped doing that. Um, But then I got onto Harleys and like I found myself a new stress reliever if I'm ever anxious or stressed out or just having a bad day, like just hopping on a bike and just ripping around just clears everything out, you know? Get out of the congestion and go ride some hills or there's beautiful riding all over California. Um, I mean, I'm within minutes of awesome canyons if I want to you know so Harley's for me is definitely something I can do to go clear my mind and um, just kind of like ground myself and then get back to the to the grind I guess and it makes me just feel a lot less stressed I feel like riding these days like I'm so involved with Harley Davidson and Harley Davidson is so part of my brand that it's just like my normal it's it's my lifestyle now like it it means I mean you you could tell what Harley means to me now after hearing why I got a tattoo on my face like it's just something that's a part of me and my inner being I guess um it makes me happy working on bikes and collecting them and you know just trying to push the boundaries of what people think a Harley's made for has always been some big task in my head that I like accomplishing um and just watching the motor company too spawn into all these avenues that I'm so excited about like I I think that's it's just a big part of me 